0: what is up people welcome back to the Highline podcast and this week is a big week of Premier League football but not only is a big week of Premier League football it's our first time covering a final yeah. Our first time <clears throat> recording the pod, this podcast, where we're going to be able to come back next week and say this team won this trophy. Or, you know, so it's a, it's a momentous day really for us. Big, so, big day. So I'm looking forward to it. We're going to be previewing the Carabao Cup final, of course, between Liverpool and Chelsea coming up. It's going to be a lot of, definitely a lot of talk about Sir Jim Ratcliffe. In that quite a big couple of interviews he's done, is he's saying a lot I did not expect him
1: to be as... Very, very... Conf- bullish bullish is say. probably
0: the word bullish. bullish is probably the word I was going to say arrogant but it probably just trails a bit, bit less than that it's probably bullish a lot of big news is where well. we're going to touch on Tuchel we're going to touch on Mbappe obviously his his saga with, with Real Madrid I have kind of a few a few theories of how that will be a domino effect both of those events actually domino effect on the wider world of football but we're going to start with the final
1: that was the objective to be on the on Wembley uh, in February in the end of the February, I think the, the show is done, but now he's about to win the final. There's no difference to winning the FA Cup, winning the Champions League, winning whatever. In that moment, it's just winning a big trophy.
0: And that is on Sunday afternoon. Do you think it's a competitive match? And like, by the way, I don't mean that with any disrespect, I personally do. I think Chelsea definitely have the, the capabilities of going there and winning the game. But I'm saying it From a point of view Of All season Liverpool have been An awful lot better Than Chelsea An awful lot better Than Chelsea So I, I'm going there with Asking you really The question is Do you give Chelsea A fighting
1: chance? Definitely yeah Yeah Definitely yeah. I think it's a final Anything can happen Absolutely point. I agree um, Chelsea are Not playing bad. I liked them Against City
0: You did like them Against City I liked
1: yeah. them Against City I not sure Whether the way Liverpool play Will give Chelsea That space in behind It could I think it could Chelsea will need To finish Not sure whether They can finish Yeah But it's a final Anything can happen Liverpool have a couple Of injuries Kelleher has A mistake in him. Yeah And Who else
0: is out for pool now
1: I mean Salah Didn't play last game he... Jada's out Nunes didn't play last game Like The front three was Elliot Gakpo And Diaz
0: you see the, the reason I ask you this I, Like I, I was in the States So I actually don't know Their injury situation has changed Within the last two weeks So you're saying that was their front three the, in in Against the, Luton yesterday
1: Really? Yeah Salah didn't play Nunes didn't play They were running on the bench Injured They were shit They could,
0: they could have got slight niggles And they could be fine for
1: I mean yeah It could have been you know, I the, don't know the up- I haven't seen Klopp hasn't done his press conference yet So when he does his press conference I'll know more But um, But they got on
0: fine yesterday I mean It, 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 took, th- them it took them 56
1: minutes It did it took them But I mean And the goal they conceded Was cheap mm. It was poor by Kelleher It was poor by Kelleher Think which Chelsea is, can do it? Which is Do I think Chelsea can do it? Yeah I think Chelsea can do it I've got a
0: little Got a little inkling That they might Do you think Sterling will play And I got
1: A lot of talk has been kind of you know The funny up. thing is funny thing is With Chelsea I don't know What way they'll set up I know they'll play Caicedo, Fernandez And Gallagher The Tip Palmer Palmer has to play I don't know which but Of the three He could play Palmer As a Right false wing nine. He Could play a right from, yeah, wing Absolutely So Even when no. if he
0: plays Jack, Even when you see I feel like a Chelsea front three Say for example I'm gonna Just for example I'm going to say The starting front three Is Jackson, Palmer and Sterling You'd automatically think Right okay the striker is Jackson, Palmer maybe on the right Sterling on the left Or vice versa I've seen that exact front three I've seen it been Jackson on the left Yeah I've seen Palmer false nine I've seen Sterling coming in From the right it, Jackson's played better
1: Since he's the it,
0: they're quite fluid in terms of, they're not, they don't have, a, it could be a, a negative that they don't have this set in stone striker who will get them goals. But they they are quite fluid in the sense that anyone can play anywhere up in that front, in front three. So you, you the reason I asked about Sterling was he's ha- notoriously had poor games against Liverpool. Even when he was at City, he's always underperformed in the games against Liverpool. and this is a final against them. Do you think Poch will look into that at all, or do you think he'll just back Sterling? No,
1: I don't think so. I think he'll back Sterling. I, f- I think they should play. I know he's been injured. I think they should play in Koo more. From what I've seen, every time, time he's come on, he's made an impact and played well. He's he lo- can- he's always looked like a threat in front of the goal, and that's what Chelsea are missing the most. He
0: seems a bit injury.
1: You know, not not yeah. that I'm
0: saying he's injury prone, but he seems like they're really really worried about rushing him back again.
1: Yeah, and I understand that, but I think it's a it's a final. Like it's Pochettino needs this trophy, really, to back up the work he's doing. So I think, yeah, I think if I was Pochettino, I'd play. I'd play in Kunku through the middle.
0: Who do you think will win?
1: Who do I think will win? I'm all. I always struggle with these for finals. Cause I gen. I do genuinely think anything can happen in finals. I think they can be so unpredictable, and I think. I think Liverpool. think Liverpool could feel a bit more pressure than. Like Normal. you, you never know. This could be the last final. Cop is in for Liverpool.
0: a long time. Depends yeah. where his next club is, of course.
1: Well, it's for Liverpool. It's his last final for Liverpool. It is his last final. It for could Liverpool. be his last game at Wembley for Liverpool. Yeah. Well, it is, it will those be a... Liverpool players will be feeling that they have to. Yeah. It could be a very emotional moment for both Klopp and the team could be the last it could be his last trophy could be his last trophy it could be his last final they might even win hmm. I don't know I think Chelsea have a lot less to lose I think that makes them dangerous I think so too because I think it'll all be on Liverpool all the folks will be on Klopp hmm. and the, Chelsea can just creep in there is not a not an idiot. No. Now he doesn't have a lot of trophies to his name to back that up either. But Chelsea team are young. I don't think they'll play with fear. I don't think they'll play with fear at Wembley. I think it's they'll see it as we're having a all over the place season. We're in a final here. Imagine we come over with a trophy. They can build from it. We can build from mm. it. We have credit to our bank. We have. Mm-hmm. We just won a trophy. Yeah. No one is, is. Is there many people expecting them to win it? You'll always give them a chance but there's everyone really deep down is going to say this is Liverpool's final to lose. It has to be Liverpool's final to lose. I completely agree with you. Completely agree. So I just see Chelsea as creep through the grass, play play through the long grass and just boom, strike, come out yeah. and take the game to them, get a goal early, sit on it, pinch another one because they can do that on the counter. They're mm. good on the counter. Mm. Palmer can play incisive passes. Enzo and Caicedo can break up play when they want it. Gallagher will run everywhere, and I think I think that young Chelsea team will have a bit of hunger and a bit of feel like they have point to prove. Yeah. I think they'll be really up for it. I have a I've got a got a feeling about Chelsea for this game. Uh,
0: I think I don't know. Do you remember me saying a couple of podcasts ago? It was a while ago now. In fairness, Chelsea have so little noise around them outside of their their couple of cups so you know they don't have Europe that they're worried about focused on they're not in any top four race they're not in any league title race they're coming in against the league leaders at Wembley on Sunday afternoon and they're thinking and you guys said he will lean into this everyone out in that stadium everyone at home watching expects you to lose and those players will just look at each other, saying, "Well, what do we have to to lose?" Yeah. And and vice, and you, you go to the other dressing room, right? Where you can you know you can be as professional as you want. It'll be in the back of Klopp's mind what you're saying there. That this this could be his last trophy. This could be his last attempt to win a trophy. They could dip in the league. City are excellent. Arsenal are really good. It'll be in the players' minds. what oh, I'll also be in the players' minds is look, Klopp is a big figure at the club. When he does go at the end of the season, how many more of these do we have? Because they've been in this situation a lot. They've been in a lot of finals with Klopp. He's very, very good at getting them to final, especially in club cup competitions. They'll be thinking, God, I'd like this one. Because I don't know how many more times we're going to get here. And if I'm not at Liverpool, where else? You know, teams split up. We've seen it after huge, huge personalities leave clubs. I completely agree with you. I actually, I actually think Chelsea have quite a good shot quite a good shot with the dynamic of both clubs the mentality of both teams going into this I think it p- makes for a very interesting final I, I agree I, I completely think, agree and I also stylistically if you just look at it real quick all season Chelsea have really just tried to get in behind that's like especially from the wings They've you know the speed of Mudrick even when he, he not playing much he made with Sterling not a huge amount of... Not a huge amount of patterns in build-up play. And the way Liverpool have been setting up... It is that full-backs and inversions... And they, that's where the gaps are. Yeah. Is on the opposition flanks where people can come in. That's where they're... If they have a soft underbelly, that's where it is. I think Chelsea can capitalise on that. But like you said at the very, very beginning of our discussion... It's a question with Chelsea always can they take the chances they get because I have no doubt they'll get them. It's can they take them?
1: It's interesting.
0: It's very interesting. It, it is hugely.
1: I mean, I'm i exactly the same page as Alex Ferguson. I'd want to knock them all off their perch. They are the
0: enemies, you know, you know. They they clearly our biggest rivals and competitors. But no, no, absolutely. Yeah, we, that's that's what we're there for, knocking them off their perch. Let me move to this. Sir Jim Ratcliffe has come in that's all been finalised in the last week he is head of Manchester United Football Department and for the first time obviously since that has been fully officially announced we've known for, for some time but since that's been officially and legally announced he has done an interview a much more memorable, a much more interesting interview than I ever thought it would be very much not a, a a politician interview, if you know what I'm trying to say. He was not, he did not say a whole lot of nothing. Threw shots, in my opinion, at both the other people that were trying to buy United. Sheik Jassim, also very, very clear of similar message that Sir Alex said when he came to United 35, 36 years ago. He wanted to knock Liverpool off their perch said those exact same words about Man City and Liverpool, and clearly did that who he was eyeing for. And I'm going to talk to you about all those things, but the first, the point that really stood out to me was, of course, there was the usual comments of, look, this is not going to be next season. But he did give a time frame. I don't know if you see this. Yeah. And the time frame actually did shock me because it doesn't actually give them that much time. The time frame was two, three years. Yeah. That's where he wants to be. And it was he was very, very crystal clear. He wants to be at that Man City, Liverpool level in two or three years. What did you make of the whole interview? What was your takeaways from it?
1: I was fully expecting, like you said, that politician yeah. facade of sitting down... Sp- Preaching that he's been a lifelong United fan (coughs) Which he did He He did allude to the fact he's he's from From Northern Northern England He's a Manchester boy Loves the club Mm -hmm. Always has loved the club Knows Ferguson Knows the values Knows everything He said all that stuff But I was expecting that to be it Yeah so And then Constantly talk about time And patience Which he also did Mm. But the thing that he did With all of those things Is he didn't make it boring and he didn't make it predictable he was so I said before bullish he was so bullish and so authoritative and to the point and very like dedicated like he fully believes this plan they have is going to work and when you talk about throwing shots the new, the Newcastle thing as well oh incredible like, uh, like he he
0: he almost laughed.
1: He's not afraid to ruffle feathers. Like he, he he. Do you know what really stood out to me? And
0: actually, I think I was reading an article on the Athletic as well about it today, where, where where a journalist was writing about it, and they noted this as well. He nearly kind of made out Newcastle to be a mockery in terms of look. We went and approached Man City in a similar situation for For, Barada, their, for yeah. their CEO, uh, to come in as the CEO, and. Or, sorry for their CEO to come in as our CEO and said it was handled very professionally City went to him he knew the offer he made his own decision once City noticed the decision was made he wanted to go to Manchester United there was no there was no standing in the way That was he was let go and that was it the same situation has happened with Newcastle Manchester United have come in for Dan Ashworth made a proposal of what they wanted made it very clear they want him and Newcastle have sent him on gardening leave 18 month gardening leave He has 18 months left on his contract So Man United And rightly so have made it very clear They're not going to pay 20 million For This You know for not even a, a footballer So I, He actually laughed at it in a, He laughed at it in his interview He said
1: what are you going to do Put him on gardening duty for A year and a half Have he actually? I think his exact words were Have him gardening in his house Have him gardening in his yeah. house I just, For 18 months I wasn't expecting it. My mouth was no, open. No, I wasn't expecting anything he said. It was it was it was actually incredible and a breath of fresh air from mm. United fans everywhere. You left you left listening to that conversation, feeling enthused. Very. The first time as a United fan oh, the
0: mic. Go on.
1: The first time as a United fan, feeling enthused and actually feeling positive. And the talk about the stadium, it's clear that's his primary focus I know the performance on the pitch and getting the recruitment right and all that stuff but the the stadium seems a big thing for him and I just wanted you know as United fans two of us United fans Mm. how do you view potentially losing Old Trafford do you have a problem with say Old Trafford getting knocked and a brand spanking new state of the art stadium being put in or would you prefer Old Trafford to be expanded and refurbished because I for me personally there's a lot of history with that stadium you look you look out onto the pitch and you think of all the players that have played there all the moments that are there the goals trophies just pure history that pitch is pure history it's the same centre spot that Bobby Charlton Wayne Rooney George Best Cristiano Ronaldo they've all kicked off on that centre spot that goal at the Stratford end all those goals at the Sheffield end that's all on that pitch it's it would be tough for me to see that stadium knocked now if they knocked that stadium and kept the same like part of the pitch and built new stands and new everything I think I'd accept it more But I also realise that that stadium is incredibly run down and it would be extremely hard to renovate appropriately and adequately. So I think it's about striking the balance between what's worth their money profitability-wise and keeping that soul in the club.
0: I'm going to come out at this a few different angles, okay? This could be a bit of a... a bit of a spiel. I didn't think Sir Jim Ratcliffe's comments and interview went off completely flying colours, in my opinion. In my opinion, there was maybe two points that that I kind of raised my eyebrows at. Definitely one for me, anyways. Yes, I'm going to touch... We're both probably going to touch on that. but, But the other was Old Trafford and it sounded very much like to me that his his ideal is to knock and rebuild yeah a it does brand sound new like. sp-
1: stadium as long as they get i think if they get state funding that's
0: what they will do they will not get state funding there's there's no way he look th- this guy's a billionaire and in terms of when you to be a billionaire you've got to be that level of wealth and assets and to have that level of wealth and assets it means he pays very little Tax. That's just... But he's a Monaco resident, isn't he? That Well, that's just the way with any, any billionaire, right? He, while, you know, living abroad, blah, 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 he's now asking for his new investment. He's now asking taxpayer money to be used to build Manchester United's brand new stadium. And to me, that just sounds unreasonable and a bit ludicrous that's that's not going to happen the government are not going to say yeah ok look United is one of the biggest most uh, huge tourist attraction in, in the UK so we, we fly over we spend money because yeah. to go to United but I can't imagine that happening so to me I was shocked and uh, kind of my average raised that that was his priority on a sentimental note I would actually rather the pitch be left. For the, all the reasons, for all the reasons you said, but also rivals coming. Like even when I see when we sign when we sign big players, like a Varane or or you know I or, I remember these players coming, as Latan, you know, in their initial interviews. I oh, just think of, think of all that has happened here, yeah. think of it, and even it can be quite daunting. To, as an as a rival player come on, you think of this is the theatre of dreams this is where this has happened they've won this they've done this these famous goals I grew up watching that all happened here Where well, I think you'd lose that even if the stadium is amazing you'd lose that it's just an it's just a shinier shell I think that's way too valuable to lose and quite frankly irreplaceable I would have no issue building brand new stands. Surrounding that pitch, but as best as we could, I think it's important to keep the pitch. So that was a point I think, Ratcliffe. I was just a bit shocked that it was quite evident his ideal situation for him would be to not go with Trafford. So I was quite, I was reasonably shocked at that. But I do guess that he wants to have not even just a just because he obviously brought in Gary Neville, who owns Odell Football, to help with the planning of this. He doesn't just want a new stadium, he wants an entire. Football community, theme fu- park. Almost. Do you know what? Do you
1: know what? I, I heard talk of the devils allude to as football campus. Football campus. And exactly. I really, I do like that idea.
0: I like that too. And and look, a part of that football campus feasibility wise, maybe the stadium needs to be further south, mm. further north. For you know, for whatever reason, because it is right beside a canal. Yeah, that's the whole reason why the Sir Bobby Charlton stand. I believe it is. It's the smallest stand. Yeah. isn't matching the size of the others. It's about half the size of the other three stands, and it's because of the canal they can't build it because there's there's a train station, a train.
1: Yes, line. there's a metro link. There's a something. metro link,
0: so they actually can't. So
1: probably, in
0: fairness, uh, with all that has to, to happen, make
1: it the stadium they want it to be. They probably would have to be the moved. The locality to touch. needs to be moved. Out. So
0: I get that, but just sentiment wise, if they can at all keep the pitch there, it would be it would be it would yeah. be huge to me. Yeah.
1: Um, the other point yeah, I th- that shocked th- yeah. me I think I, know, I think I know I sh- I'm think I i know. pretty sure I know was no the Mason Greenwood was. point yeah, incredible
0: incredible what he could have done and again this would have been very politician like of him and much less controversial of him to just say look and I think they said this on Talk of the Devils the decision's been made by the previous you know things but he opened that whole book again going down the lines of you know not every you know young people kind of coming from not the best background coming in getting loads of money really young getting praise really young, make mistakes and it shouted to me as the start of a comeback
1: story Mm. it sounded very much like someone that wants to rehabilitate somebody
0: or yeah rehabilitate reintegrate Mm. i'd more put it i don't think he really has much intention of rehabilitating i think he wants his goals Why else would he? Why else would he bother with the hassle?
1: There, I seen it as looking at it two kind of ways. So there's one way is, first of all, Ineos clearly want to put their stamp on everything. Yeah, they want their footprint on everything. Every decision that happens, they want. They want to be over it essentially. And I just, I think they view this as one of those, because it's such a major decision, I think they want their footprints on it. And I think they will. And Ratcliffe has shown you he that he's not afraid to step on toes. He's not afraid to do the thing that doesn't sit, resonate or sit well with everybody. He's going to do what he and his team around him feel is the best thing. He said that they'll make a decision and they will justify it. They don't care about public backlash. He said they'll make a decision. And they will justify it. And it's not like we'll try to justify it. No, they will. They will justify it. Mm. Now, there's another way you could look at it as well. And if Ratcliffe came out and said that he will never play for Man United again, he'll be off the books, we're getting rid of him in the summer, his transfer value will go down. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Cool. Now, if you talk him up and you say, oh, there's a chance he could come back. Yeah. And there has been rumours of Barcelona, so Atletico right. Madrid, so right. yeah. Real Madrid. Because he's not going to, going to go back to Getafe. Get- go Taffic back to Getafe. Because he he's, is outperforming. He is on a
0: higher level of that. He's having actually a great loan spell.
1: He's having a good loan season for the team he's at. And I think, hopefully now, hopefully, because I think it's too much hassle there'd be too much scrutiny, there'd be too much everything and it wouldn't be worth Man United's time keeping him. Or even Greenwood's time. Also, I wouldn't agree with him in general, but I'm not going into any of that. I wouldn't agree with him in general even putting on a United jersey again. But um, I think if Ratcliffe came out and said that he is of no value to Man United anymore, his transfer tag deteriorates drastically. Whereas if you big him up and you say he's this, you say he's that, there's a chance he comes back because at the end of the day, with the way FFP is going, you sell your homegrown players, it's pure profit. So money and I go and get 50, 60 million from Mason Greenwood, which very likely, that's 50, 60 million pure profit, 50, 60 million that can go straight into transfers. And Ratcliffe, Ineos, Ten Hag or whoever's in there, everyone's happy. Greenwood's gone, You've got a nice transfer fee for him. Yeah. Benefits everybody. He's away from the spotlight, away from everything. He doesn't need to be in England anymore. He's gone. United have their money. Everyone's happy. Yeah. So that's... Deep down, I think that's the motive there. But I've seen strange things happen. I know. Look, I know. But all in all, very, very impressed. Very impressed. Very impressed. And if that's a sign of things to come in terms of... Dealing the, with media, yeah, even the and openness, yeah, we're having like, that openness as United
0: fans, we haven't, we have not experienced a, a person in authority speaking.
1: Yeah, exactly speaking about, about football. It's yeah, it's, or even it's been
0: about business, or not. Never mind speaking. It's speaking at it all presence, presence. Yeah, Be in at there. Old Trafford. Yeah, being there. It's un. It's unheard. Of. Like even, he made. He made. Like you said, he made a great start the day after the West Ham game that we were at. He was at the Munich Memorial. Yeah. At Old Trafford, we, as United fans, we're so not used to that. No. no. No, there's never an authoritarian presence in Manchester whatsoever. They're either in London or Miami and that's, it just, it's, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't work. Huge news, massive news. We said it would happen. We said once it does happen, it would cause a huge domino effect. Throughout the world of football, which it, it will and is. Thomas Tuchel is leaving Bayern Munich. At the end of the season.
1: Could even be earlier for results. Could be earlier for results. Don't keep goes away.
0: Keep going the way. But he is look. Thomas Tuchel is parting ways with Bayern Munich. Yeah. And Thomas Tuchel will be managing a different club starting next season. A lot of reports. Touting a return to the Premier League. Just as many reports. Saying he favours a United the United role.
1: Don't think there's a manager in world football that won't want that job.
0: At the minute. Yeah. Because like I said, the, the United manager being a United manager, especially in the past, has been sort of a win win. You you get a shot, right? You get a shot at turning around the biggest club in the world after Ferguson. Or the biggest club in England, certainly. And it's such a shit show. That if you don't You're just It's an impossible gig Like Mourinho's reputation Wasn't particularly I terrible. don't
1: agree Every manager that's left Man United Their reputation has just I don't Slammed I think so Moyes Moyes I Van Gaal Didn't get a job again He got the Dutch job He wanted the Dutch job Didn't get any clubs Looking around Everyone Everyone's perception Of Van Gaal football Was boring after that Yeah no no But th- I know yeah Solskjaer Toast He's a higher perception Than he was before Rangnick No one even rates Rangnick He wasn't even a
0: manager Before But now he's at
1: the Austria job He used to be a world class Football director Now he's in the Austria job Mourinho Mourinho hasn't hit any heights Now yeah he's won The stuff at Roma he hasn't hit any heights After that He's not There's no one In a top club anymore Thinking Oh Jose Mourinho Mm. Ten Hag leaves He's okay He'll be okay If he left this season
0: I think he'd be bad Like you going to get
1: I act like And I know Like you say a win-win I don't I know how an, I don't know how An impossible job Can be deemed as a win-win It's Because
0: If there's a do You you take any organisation Okay And pretend there's this organisation That is Really messy And consistently failing This isn't the past Because it's obviously It's looking like It is going to change Consistently failing No one can fix it Right Let's even use an analogy There's this Rubik's Cube-like puzzle, right? Now listen to me on this. Yeah, there's this Rubik's Cube-like puzzle. No one can solve it. No one. And they line up the five best puzzle solvers in the world. And they say, look, now just to preface, just to warn you, look, no one, we can't find a single soul that can solve this puzzle. Now, if you do solve it, you're going to go down in history. This this will be huge. Like you are going to be known as the best. Blah, 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 blah. And if you don't solve it, but join the list. Like, do you want to take that?
1: Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I do. but the Rubik's Cube they're giving you is like, there's no same color. They're all different colors. Because it's such a shit show. And there's no foundation in place. It's, yeah, it's like handing you a Rubik's Cube, but just every color is different. It's impossible. Like there's no combination that mm, makes it work. Mm, mm. It's like a hoodwink, pulling the wool over your eyes. Mm. I don't think. A, I don't think a manager has well, left well, Man United can, with can their ask, reputation intact. Can I ask
0: then? What do you view the manager of Manchester United job prospect being now? Do
1: you think I, think, it's I think it's a promising project. Yeah. yeah, they have a football structure now. That changes everything. Yeah squads they have young players like they have young players that you look at them and you go just if I can get my hands on them I can make them great players Tuchel I, give me your thoughts Ten- I don't think Tuchel should take a job for, I think he should take a year out he's had a tough year it's with Chelsea Boli came in I'm asking you didn't I'm on, asking shipped. you I'm asking
0: me I'm asking you Ten Hag to start the next season or Tuchel you have the choice Ten Hag
1: I don't want Tuchel why Do I? I don't think I think his league Um. What's the word? his league record. record is not pretty viewing at times I think his cup record is brilliant he got Chelsea to finals all over the place didn't win all of them but he got them to the finals all over the place won them a Champions League where when they shouldn't won a Champions League yeah. got PSG to a Champions League final he was he's the only manager that got PSG got got to PSG a, PSG yeah. t- and PSG should have won that game Mbappe mm. missed a sitter in that game yeah I don't I don't think Chelsea were particularly crazy impressive in the league when he was there no they finished third a lot I think the two times I, they were never challenging and I know Pep and Klopp were incredible that was yeah that period
0: of time in fairness
1: but even at Bayern he hasn't been he's been amazing at all no, like, he's been like poor. that's like just and in the Champions League He was poor too But just for me Going back
0: Yeah like even Look go back Because Man United Had him obviously In their group If United were in Any way competent
1: They could have Bet them twice Yeah They really could have Like Nagelsmann did a better job Than Tuchel at Bayern. But Going
0: back to Like in the last decade I'd take
1: Nagelsmann quicker than going,
0: Obviously they have 11 Bundesliga titles In the last 11 seasons But I can never remember In my lifetime A Bayern Munich team out at the cup both cups 8 points back in the league yeah. to Leverkusen who were fighting nearish relegation season a, or yeah. that ago, yeah. and I mean what's the chances of their winning the Champions League I don't think high so
1: don't forget that last season they were skin of their teeth they won the league remember that I do. Dortmund like went into that game if they I won they won do. the league I do. Remember. and they, was, they either drew or they lost but musiala scored last kick of the game to win the league for them and that Dortmund team is not good. No. No. So his league record is just scary a little bit scary for me. And, and, and United I, is a league team. Also I don't think a manager can go into Old Trafford and play three at the back.
0: Can't happen Can't happen Fans don't No
1: It just doesn't look right I don't think he can do that Van Hal tried it Yeah Waste So Tuchel Now I The one thing about Tuchel I think he'd have the personality for it Mm. I think he'd be a breath of fresh air In terms of that Mm. But I don't think The league record Or the football Is a United manager
0: Kylian Mbappé today is only in talks, in negotiations, and with a concrete official contract proposal with Real Madrid. The best player in the world
1: is going to Real Madrid next season. Allegedly, Now you never know. this With Mbappé, you never know. This is merely it's speculation.
0: It's stronger than ever before, the speculation. I think it's a done deal, but I was let's you can use your speculation word I've been thinking about this that's never good and it's it's actually it's going to have an effect in the wider uh, how do I phrase it everyone has just assumed right Erling Haaland right came to Man City a small fee really for, for the best striker on the planet at the minute maybe with Kane won everything he is going to be there for his contract length maybe a year before and he's going in two years maybe he might have me and you would say it we is two more seasons there and if both ask both of us who where where is him where is where's go like because he's he's at the heights now he's at man city he's won it all Haaland's going to go to the step up where's the natural step up step up I, I say in quotations where's the natural next step maybe is a better way of saying it real madrid and we all just kind of accepted it. Well, you know, oh, he's going. Alan's going to come to City, win everything. He's, done, he's doing great. He's scoring loads of goals. He's proven he can do it in the Premier League. Tick. And he's going to go to Real Madrid. That's out. The, that's out the window. No, it's not. I absolutely. I know not to the same extent, okay. But the Messi and Ronaldo era is over now. And the next two, the next two, is Kylian Mbappe and Erling Haaland. They will never play for the same club, in my opinion. Haaland will not go to Real Madrid to play beside Kylian Mbappe. And both of them competing for the Ballon d'Ors. That's not going to happen. So, with Mbappe got there before him, he's going to Real Madrid now eventually... I think Haaland has to reassess and think where he's going to go next.
1: I think Perez wants two of them. I think well, that's pa- like, I think that's Perez's grand. Oh no! Plan, uh, you,
0: plan. I, I think I think Perez wants the two of them as well.
1: I think I mean, Perez wants Vinicius, Haaland, and Mbappé. I think that's what his front this, he wants his front three that's to be. Not,
0: that's not going to work.
1: I, I'm not talking about whether it will work or not. I think that's what Perez wants. No, right, but it's irrelevant what Perez Perez wants. Not really.
0: It is, of course. Haaland will not go and do that. Haaland will not go and do that. Mbappé will not want that to happen. That's, in my opinion, that's that's
1: Mbappe's ad- does not going to have the same level of control he's had before. Just because Mbappe does want a player, that's not going to be relevant no more.
0: I, I completely agree with you,
1: but you don't want the best player in the world who you have in your team
0: to be pissed off about a player coming in, and you absolutely don't want, you don't want the two of them in the same team if they're going to be that kind of competing. It
1: just is. It I don't know why they wouldn't want that.
0: I don't. Why wouldn't you want that? You'd win everything. It's a competitive. It's it's a competitive mindset. D- not everything's co- Ronaldo
1: Messi. Not everything's Ronaldo Messi. I think this is the next two. I don't think it works like that. I think. It I think does. there's only one Ronaldo Messi. I'm not. I'm
0: not comparing their levels. No, to I know. Messi. But I'm I, really I, not. In terms of I'm that comparing rivalry, their status, they're both going for the same prizes. Ronaldo Messi were prize were going for every year. They're going to be that's the next generation. Is Mbappe will win a couple. In my opinion, Holland could win a couple too it doesn't really work it, as a competitive mindset it will not work Mbappe will get through on goal he should pass he won't this will happen I don't think it works I don't think Haaland will go to Real Madrid I think that needs to be reassessed absolutely I don't think it works it doesn't competitive- I'm not
1: I'm I have not come to the conclusion that it works I'm just saying I think it happens why Perez gets what he wants he always gets what he wants
0: yeah but that's because all the players want to go to replicate. yeah don't think Haaland will want it but, but try put yourself in Haaland's shoes right now
1: I can go and be part of the greatest front three on the planet in the greatest team on the planet and win everything and go down in history at the greatest club on the planet whilst basking in the sun everything you sold me on the sun everything (laughs) it's everything I can strike up the greatest partnership greatest partnership of all time the two greatest players on the planet slapping everybody for fun and we'll go down in history we're both young we can take on the world together I don't know Well, that's like, I don't think that'll work, but I fucking sold you, didn't I? Yeah, you sold me. That's what Perez is going to do. That's what Perez is thinking. Perez, hire me. That's
0: what, yeah. I don't think it should happen. I don't think it works. That's the sales pitch. It is the sales pitch and it works, but I don't think it works in reality. I really don't. We'll see. We will. They're both egotistical fuckers, like, but we'll see. Picks of the week how were you last time I was okay I think wasn't I well, I see we did it when I went still to still going stage. with the spreadsheet I have to get that spreadsheet done that spreadsheet yeah. is going to get done
1: I'm so busy we're all busy ah, so busy on that grind
0: alright you ready for this guys let's have it always odds courtesy of Paddy Power please do sponsor That's us that. we start in the Premier League because I am going elsewhere I was hoping you would I have Brighton beaten Everton at home Yeah, almost even money it's a good bet yeah. what do you think yeah Everton I haven't impressed with them recently did Not, well to get the result there they did well to get the result even though I don't I don't, like to me Palace without Elise as their waste space Everton need to go there and get the win yeah. they didn't do it so they were at home too they were at home and they're going Brighton are now finally after taking their finger out and they're getting some goals yeah yeah, no, I agree. that. at and uh, they're they're good money. They're good odds. You're you're gonna hate my next pick. You always say that, and then end up actually liking them. You know, you're really gonna hate this. You know the way I said Palace without Alise and Eze, I really don't rate, and rightly so. Well, I. Although really- it says
1: new manager bounce. No, it's they should have bet Everton if they had a new manager. And no, well, new managers in the dugout now. Oh, yeah. I and did so. you see they're selling? He wears a gilet. That's his like trademark. Glasner that like hasn't had a job in a year. Um, his trademark is his gilet, and they were selling the gilet for like seventy odd pound on the Club Mega Store, and there was uproar, and uh, <laughs> they reduced it to fifty six pounds, <laughs> and there was still uproar. <laughs> I was watching this on Twitter I, sh- I should have been working and I was fucking pissing myself <laughs> <laughs> they clubs of shambles Like it's such a shambles oh, The Glasner Gila, Like for fuck's sake
0: and the Palace Megastore the Palace Megastore
1: The Glasner Gile.
0: Oh I've heard it all
1: Anyways I think
0: Burnley are beating them Away from home Is that a bad one? Do you know that meme That the could two, be a bad that, one Do you know that
1: meme With the two girls Who want me? <laughs>
0: That's we them. And that's them two teams.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
0: don't want not to do it. Yeah, but it's it's a high but, it's, a, um, it's a high risk, high reward. It's look if Burnley, five, gonna, if Burnley are going to win a game, it's yeah. going to be this game. It's Surely this one.
1: But new manager bounce. Um, oh, no, actually, I think Burnley are shit. Palace, I think you're wrong. Okay, I'm weighing in
0: on the League Cup final, and I'm betting on Chelsea to beat Liverpool. Chelsea to be, actually do you know what, I'm going to just give you the odds for that real quick, Chelsea to be Liverpool is 21 to 10, so no, over 2 to 1, which is a really, obviously very, very good odds, They're Liverpool are hot favourites, or you could go the more conservative route of Chelsea to lift the cup, because then, it goes to extra time penalties, you win, so I would go that route, probably get even money for it, um, could be a tight game, could go to extra time, could go to penalties, I think that could be the way to go, that's what I would do actually, so, Brighton to win at home, Burnley to win away, Chelsea to win the cup. They're my picks of the week. Cool. I'm going to really quickly go through the rest of the Prem. And I want your opinion.
1: Very, very, very disappointed, so I am. Why? There's no Saturday morning game. I know. You love Saturday mornings. I hate them. I,
0: I, See, r- I get to golf. I
1: roll out of bed. I kick my feet. I up. get to we go. My coffee. My nice coffee. I'm
0: back golfing this Saturday, so I'm so happy about it. I'm golf. We always go... When does Saturday morning kick off? We always go for breakfast before. Yeah. It. We dissect and everything, but we've a long, still have a long day on Saturday. So oh, I'm going to list you all the three p.m.s. Right, I'm going to bang through them. Villa at home to Forest. Villa, yeah. Brighton at home to Everton.
1: Brighton.
0: Palace at home to Burnley. Palace. Man United at home to Fulham. Man United win. So they are the four three p.m. kickoffs. So that is I agree with all those except obviously the Burnley one the 5.30 is Bournemouth at home to Manchester City which I'm going for a draw no I think City will win you think City will win yeah that's alright and Arsenal at home and the late kick off against Newcastle good game that to be fair that's a really good game do you remember the earlier game earlier on the year with the VAR yeah
1: very fiery So that's a
0: good game to me now
1: I think they were poor last night Arsenal
0: they, were, they poor were poor last night. night I
1: actually watched a bit of it they were poor I still think they'll
0: win though so do I so do I I think Arsenal get it done just at home I think they should get it done the early kick off on Sunday is an absolute commercial cracker before the Carabao Cup final it's Wolves at home to Sheffield United do you even want to like Wolves are going to win Sheffield are trash I, Do you know what Do you know what
1: I will sit in front of that teddy And I'll watch that game so I'll love I would it. like I love it yeah. Wolves win that game yeah. Easy we
0: Finish off the weekend With some Monday Night Football Monday Night Football fixtures Have been kind of ass this year Normally they're the big Yeah ones. but
1: they make up for it With the oh, bloody the analysis, analysis Beforehand did,
0: did, But Jesse Marsh was good But he blows
1: me away Every time West Ham are at home To Brentford And I'm taking Brentford That's for the away win.
0: Yeah it's a good game
1: I'm taking Brentford For the away win there um, I think Moise Will um. Do you We'll get something there, yeah. Oh, sorry. Draw a win. Win. Take it. Folks,
0: thank you very much for watching. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy who wins the cup. And we'll see you back here on Tuesday morning.